0: Welcome to Life Church. I am so glad we have this time together. We are praying it makes a difference in your world with the people that you love and the people that you care about. So let's get this going today.
1: I am so glad that God makes all things new. Amen. And that's what this morning is about, is a celebration of the fact that He makes all things new. That we are about to witness in a moment, people that are on a journey where they would actually stand up and testify and say, you know what, my life looks completely different because God entered my world and He made all things new. For some of you that are here this morning that have never been at a baptism service, maybe you think it's like a christening or a sprinkling. In fact, if you look the word baptism up in the Bible, it will say stroke christening, a sprinkling, a a, a dousing in water. Well. A christening is what we do to children in the traditional church, that's what you can have happen to you, maybe you were christened. But let me tell you, christenings and baptisms are very different. That actually we don't sprinkle babies in this church with water because we think that actually the decision for you to be baptized, to be submerged in water, actually comes at the end of a journey. And when you can't speak and when you can't even go to the bathroom by yourself you're not really ready to make a decision that actually is a life decision a life choice and so A baptism is something different. And I'm saying that up front because you might be sat here this morning thinking, well, I've already been baptized because I was christened once as a baby. It's actually a very different experience. This is a decision you make as an adult, as a young person. It's a decision you make maybe when you're 10 or 11 or when you're 30 or when you're 40. It's a decision at some point we hope you come to if you're a believer that says, I actually want Him to make all things new. and This is an act of that. It's a, it's a physical picture of what's going on on the inside of your life. I remember the day that I was baptised. My dad actually and another guy in our church baptised me. It was in a swimming pool. Actually in, uh, I think it was in Shipley, Shipley swimming baths. I got baptised there. I was probably about 12, 13 years of age. And I remember in that swimming pool. So thank goodness that we're not in the swimming pool this morning, we brought the pool to you. You don't have to get your socks off and your shoes off and walk poolside and celebrate and, uh, and be at the pool today. You get to have the baptism. but I want to, before we baptize people, just put a little bit of a picture frame around what's happening this morning. I'm actually excited to do this because my husband always gets to do this, and today he's in Leeds preaching, so I got to do the baptism service, and I love that because it's part of a journey that is so special, and I want to first of all say to all of you that are getting baptized this morning, and some of you that have come that are not planning right now to get baptized, but at the end of the service, you may want to, and we're going to allow for that. But before I get there, I wanna say to those that are planning that today is your baptism. Maybe you're surrounded by friends and family and people that have come with you. I wanna say thank you. Thank you for choosing this family to mark this moment with. I feel privileged that I will in a moment get to stand here and witness you do something that is very significant for your future and very significant and something very personal that you're doing in a public setting. I want to say thank you because we all in a few moments get to applaud you, get to celebrate you, get to watch you go in the water, get to watch you come back up out the water. And that is an emotional moment that you're allowing us to be witnesses to. So thank you to everyone that's getting baptized today for choosing to do that in our family. And that decision has come because you've been on a journey. The baptism decision is part of the journey of faith, a journey that we go on. And I want to talk just very briefly. I just have 10 minutes on the clock, so I'm not going to go over my time, but I can sing a lot in 10 minutes. And all those who know me said, Amen. Amen. <laughs> I can fit a lot in 10 minutes. I'm a girl, I have a lot of words. And by the way, I want to come back to Matt and Claire and say, God didn't give you an S-Class Mercedes because he knows you have a son that's about to get a provisional license. But it doesn't mean he won't, because he's faithful. So it's in your future, but not while your son's 17 learning to drive, just thought I'd tell you that, says the Lord, because God's smart, smarter than us. Sorry, Judah, but you are not ready for an S-Class Mercedes to have your driving lessons in. God knows. He knows every part of our journey. He knows every part of our story. There's no part of your story you need to hide from Him. Because you know what? He's already seen it. How funny is that? Half the things we say, oh, if they only knew, God's like, I I know. But if the church knew, yeah, I know. I know. I already know your journey. I already know your mistake. I already know the place where you messed up. I already know where you failed. I already know when you did that and you were ashamed about it. I already know, I already know. But here's the amazing thing about God, He says, would you like to try again? Would you like a new start? Would you like me to forgive you? Would you like to pick back up your life and write a new page? Would you like me to wipe some things clean? Because that's what I do well. So this journey that we're all on, I believe, has three stages. And if you have been baptized and you've been in the church for any length of time, maybe this will remind you of the three stages that actually are all of our journey. And three stages I think we should all commit to keeping far front of our mind so that we don't drift and we don't think, well, there's no point me being around. I'm sad when people think, well, it's Baptism Sunday, I'm not getting baptized, I'll have a Sunday off. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is part of our journey. It's part of celebrating as a family. This is part of what we are all committed to be amongst. I remember when I was going down in the water, seeing people on the side. and thinking, wow, oh, they're part of my story. They're part of my journey. That's what I love about this. Three stages I think we all go through in our journey of faith. Ooh, the back of my head looks quite good today. Thank you for that. You <laughs> never get to see it. Three stages, I'm such a girl. Let's put them up. Believe. Belong, become. Believe, belong, become. What you're witnessing today is the outworking of this journey and what you are a product of, if you're in this room and you're a Christian, you're a believer, you have been on this journey and still are on this journey. The first stage is believe. This today is a sign of someone has decided, you know what, I am going to believe. I'm gonna believe that there is a God. I'm gonna believe that there is a hope. I'm gonna believe that my past can be forgiven. I am gonna believe that actually there is a God who has a plan for my life when other people see no plan for my life. I'm gonna believe that actually I have a future and I'm gonna believe there is a heaven and there is a hell. This whole thing starts with what do you believe? In a world that is all about, don't believe. I don't believe in the government. I don't believe in our politicians. I don't believe in the way our society runs. I don't believe that black and white can get together and work it out. I don't believe that this person can ever get on with this person. I don't believe that we can do life well. I don't believe we'll ever have a day where there's peace. I don't believe. That's the common language in the schools and the colleges, anti-believing. Well, the fact is if you are anti-believing, you're still believing. (laughs) You're just believing that we'll never get it, we'll never be it, we'll never change, we'll never get over it, we'll never ever see victory or success. You're believing that there's nothing worth believing in, so you're still believing. But I love that we represent here this morning a journey where people have understood and have come to understand there is something else you can believe in. There is a different way of life for your life. That's why the Alpha Course that we talked about earlier that starts this week, it's all about coming and asking the question, well, why did God let this happen then? Well, if God's so good, why did this happen then? That's not a bad question. God's not angry when you ask those questions. I've just spent the last two weeks traveling around America preaching to people and standing on the platform every night and telling the most horrific stories of people that have had the most horrific things happen to them from the loss of their entire family in a car crash to the loss of their child in a terrible, terrible murder, from the loss of their home and their family to the diagnosis in six people's children in one family that they all had desperately bad diseases in their bodies and they are reeling from that news. I don't know what your life looks like, but I have handled and have been around over these last few weeks desperation and terrible news and tragedy And yet I have stood next to the one whom that tragedy has hit and they have said, but I have found something. In the midst of the storm, I have found a peace. In the midst of the disaster, I have found a hope. And in the midst of all of the things that I should actually be shaking my fists about, I have found my hands are lifted higher because I believe in a God that is faithful and I believe in a God that has my life in His hands. And then you let them talk. And they begin to tell you the story of how at the worst moment God picked them up and how at the time when they felt they couldn't see a way forward, God spoke into their life. You know what they're saying? Believing works. Believing works, because when you believe, you hear. And when you believe, you see somebody like, well, I can't see God in my problem. Well, do you believe He's interested in your problem? Well, I can't hear God. You say you hear God. Well, do you believe He could speak? It starts with what you believe. You either believe that your life will never be any better or you choose to believe maybe my life could be better. You either believe that there's no point in doing anything in this life to help another person because no one helped me or you believe maybe if I helped another person, I'd change something in my life and the lives of those around me. You either believe I'll never be better than my past or you actually say, what if I believed that I could have a brand new future? Believing changes everything. If you're a parent and you're raising a child, you understand the power of belief. I can sit my kid down and say, I believe in you. I believe you're gonna do awesome in this test. I believe that you're not gonna end up in fear and panic. I believe actually that there's greatness in you. And as I speak belief over my child, they begin to rise. They begin to lift their head. And some of you know what it is to be on the receiving end of a parent that never spoke those words over you. I believe you'll fail. I believe you'll never do anything good. I believe you'll be a disaster just like your brother. I believe that you're going to be a disaster when you get married just like me and your dad were. I know the difference that we hear when those conversations happen, but I'm letting you know you have the power of which conversation comes out of your mouth. You do. I'm here to tell you, I believe there is a hell. And I don't want to go there. And I believe there is a heaven and I know how to go there. It's called belief in God. That's as simple as it gets. Some of you might say, well, that's a bit of a statement, but that's what you have to come to the point. Do you believe or don't you? Some of you are here and you've sat on the fence about this for a long part of your life. Well, today I'm saying, why don't you believe? And I'm reminding some of you that have forgotten the power of believing. Believing for your future, believing for your kids, believing for your finances. Some of you need to believe again for your business. God's not giving up on you. So why are you giving up? I know the market might say one thing, but God is bigger than the market. God is worth believing in. His Word is worth believing in. This journey begins with belief. And these people today have at some point said, I choose to believe. I choose to believe in God. I choose to believe He's good. I choose to believe He loves me. I choose to believe He saves me. I choose to believe He has great plans for me. I choose to believe my life can be better because of my trust in Him. John 3.16, God so loved the world that He gave His only Son and all those who believe in Him shall have everlasting life. Today is a celebration, not just of going down in the water, but a celebration of the boldness to believe, let's always be believers. Whatever you believe will determine where you belong. Whatever you believe will determine what you attach yourself to. If you believe that you have the best football team in the world, then you will belong to that team. You will buy the uniform of that team. You will learn the songs of that team. You will go to the matches of that team because you have decided I believe in these people so I wanna belong with others that feel the same way today is a celebration of belonging. Once you believe, you decide, I belong. And when you believe in God, there's somewhere you belong. You belong with His people. You belong in His house. And maybe you're here today as the family of someone who is being baptized. And you're like, why are they spending time with all these other people? And they even refer to them as my new family, it's weird. Are they ditching me for the church? No, they're just saying, I found another group of people with whom I feel I belong. That's why Matt's saying get in a life group because when you believe, you belong. Get attached because when you believe, you belong. And it says in the Bible exactly that. It says in Ephesians 2.19, you're not strangers anymore because now you believe you belong here and God's gonna build you into his home. And He's gonna use every single one of us in what He is building, God's household. Your believing means that you find a place of belonging. And the good news is today, if you are visiting and you say, I've never felt I belong, well, welcome home. There's a place for everyone at God's table. There is, everyone. So today signifies believing. It signifies, I belong. I'm getting baptized in front of my people, my new home, my new family. This is where I wanna grow up. This is where I wanna learn. This is where I wanna raise my kids. This is where I wanna do my life. I belong, I belong. And Finally, what this most signifies today is because I believe and because I belong, I am becoming something. I get to become a new version of me. I get to become a better person. I get to become a forgiven person. I get to become a free person. Let me read this incredible scripture to you. It's found in Romans. I'm gonna put it up on the screen. It says this, and this is the journey I'm talking about. So what do we do? Do we keep on sinning so God can keep on forgiving? I should hope not. Because if we've left that old place that we used to belong, that old country where sin is sovereign, how can we still live in our old house there? Or didn't you realize we've packed up and we've left there for good? That is what happened in the baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. And when we came up out of the water, we entered into the new country of grace, a new life in a new land. That's what baptism into the life of Jesus means. When we are lowered into the water, it is like the burial of Jesus. When we are raised up out of the water, it's like the resurrection of Jesus. Each of us is raised into a light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace sovereign country. Could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ. A decisive end to that sin, miserable life. No longer at sin's every beck and call. What we believe is this. If we get included in Christ's sin, conquering death, we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. What we know that when Jesus was raised from the dead, it was a signal of the end of death as the end. Never again will death have the last word. When Jesus died, he took sin down with him, but alive he brings God down to us. From now on, and I love this bit because this is the becoming, this is the change of your life in this water. From now on, think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language that means nothing to you. God speaks your mother tongue and you hang on every word. You are dead to sin and you are alive to God. That's what Jesus did. I love this last bit. This is just pure Bible people. That means, this is where we talk, believe, belong, become. That means you must not give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands, I love that, that are connected with that old way of life. No, throw yourself wholeheartedly and full-time remember, you've been raised from the dead into God's way of doing things. Sin can't tell you how to live. After all, you're not living under that old tyranny any longer. You're living in the freedom of God. That's good news. So I guess today is a journey of believe, belong, become, but you could also say it this way, it's a journey of Faith found free. You've come to faith. You've been found in Him. And today is a symbol of freedom. Going under that water, one thing, and coming out another, and saying, Sin, you have no more word over my life. Old stuff, you are washed away. Past, you are gone. Today I celebrate. This is a becoming. This is whom I'm becoming. This is the journey of my becoming. What we're watching is someone step up three steps into water that's saying, I am becoming the new thing that God says I can become. I'm going to introduce Richie and one of our people that are getting baptized this morning to just tell you their story first. Their journey of how they believed, how they've found a place of belonging and how today is this picture of them becoming. And then when they've told their story and we've heard this story, we're gonna watch, first of all, that baptism. And then I'm gonna say one more thing to us before we begin to get into the rest of the service. So Richie, come and tell the story.
2: Morning, church. We good? Um, I just want to introduce you to my friend Orlu. Give him a welcome. And uh, I'm just going to share a, a little bit of uh, Olu's story and then he's going to s- say a few words and then we're gonna, he's going to be the first person we're going to baptise, so it's going to be awesome. But um, Olu um, came to this church, uh, came on a Sunday uh, probably about six months ago and uh, came, with his, uh, came with his family, his lovely wife and, and kids and uh, first time in church i met them in the connect lounge upstairs and uh, they were they, they came along and um, they were they were living in nigeria and they were looking at, at moving over here and um, so i uh, just connected with those guys and uh, and uh, just i tried to help them um, to find a to find a house and find an area they were kind of having to work all that sort of stuff out and Bola, his wife was having to go back to nigeria because the kids were still over there and and bring and, and do all that kind of stuff and and bring them over, but uh, we're just connected and um, these, guys are, these guys are awesome. So six months uh, in church and uh, he's deciding to, uh, to take that next step with, with Jesus this morning. And um, just a great family. And uh, what I didn't realize today um, is that, Bolly, do you just want to stand up? And, and uh, two of uh, all those kids are getting baptized today. Get it. Let them stand up. That's pretty awesome. And uh, these these guys are amazing. Uh, Olu is, uh, is is just a just a great story. What Shao was saying about just belonging, and uh, if you if you chat to these guys, they'll just they they found a home. That that's kind of the language that they use. They, they came along. It's a big, you know, a huge thing for them to come from Nigeria, a different country, and, and 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 settle here and find home and find schools for the kids and all that kind of stuff. Um, but they've just found a home and. Uh, He's filled settled here and Ola comes to my men's group that, that, I, that I run and uh, Bola is involved in the Connect team, um, which we have in church as well. So just these guys are just, it's just an awesome, awesome story and uh, it's just going to be a great day and you're getting baptised with your, your kids today as well, eh? So but, uh, Ola, just, um, just want to just share just, just quickly just what today uh, means to you.
0: Today is a day of absolute commitment irrevocably to a new journey in Christ I think that baptism is making real what the essence of our journey as Christians is in the sense that when we come to faith when we come to believe in Jesus we believe that we are part of his death we believe we are part of his resurrection But going into that water, being washed and coming out, makes it real in a physical sense of it, knowing that as we go in with all our burdens, all our sins, we washed and we come out a new creation. Hallelujah. It's it's amazing Um, having heard Charlotte talk about believing this morning because a couple of weeks ago I was speaking with a few of my colleagues at work and um, they were talking about you know how there's nothing to believe in really there is no God there is nothing to believe in and they were talking about how proudly they were agnostics how proudly they were atheists and all that and they looked around to me and asked so what do you believe and I told them I was a Christian and they were like really how could you believe that stuff so then i look back and i was wondering how could you not believe anything amen and it's it's a privilege really to be able to consider it real what is so difficult for some people to wrap their minds around what's so difficult for them to believe you know that jesus came he died and despite the fact that it's been thousands of years ago i now am still part of that death part of that resurrection the most amazing part of it is that spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in me even now hallelujah come
2: on now he's there, he's got the fire that's awesome, love that brilliant, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna go down and we're gonna
1: I think I'm redundant. I think next baptism it'll be you <laughs> preaching, not me. You can see on the screen, uh, we're gonna watch this baptism and then I'm gonna explain to you what happens next. But this is an amazing moment that we are privileged to be a witness of. As mom comes over, and I know another, uh, the kids are on the balcony up there, so they've got a bird's eye view of dad up there.
2: thank you it is warm by the way we don't we love people and we make sure that the tanks are warm so just want you to know so we're going to baptize so michael can you hold this for me buddy <laughs> All who, on confession of your faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
0: Hey, thanks so much for spending this time together. And now we pray, it makes a difference practically and in everything you face, every challenge, every difficulty, every circumstance. We really pray that you remember that God is for you. Cherish
1: really came from me feeling a stirring in my heart to do something for Uh, To gather women together, I have to admit I never really was drawn to women's ministry. It was the last thing that I thought I would do, but I noticed this emerging of these young women and these older women and so much potential for us to do something. And there's just something about when girls get together with purpose that they're just, there's such power in that and effectiveness in it. And so I wanted to create something that would pull people together to to rally them around the greatest purpose of all, the purpose of God's kingdom. the All those women's hands and feet coming together that was just like an army to me that were coming together to make a difference. And that excited me and I began the journey and the momentum kicked in and it began to grow and then it grew some more and then it grew some more until now we have to have the arena as our home for Cherish. And every time I step into that arena and I see thousands upon thousands of women worshiping together, praying together, sowing seed together, crying together, laughing together. It's just this amazing cacophony of sound that is making an impact. It just it travels further. Cherish is a coming together, but it's also ascending out. People never leave the same. Miracles happen in that atmosphere. There's such a power in all of these nations and people that are gathering. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a journey. But it cherish all those journeys somehow for those few days find this united, coming together, power of God that operates through us and in us. and I think in our mothering or in our parenting, in our doing life, in our careers, we all are so busy uh, in this kind of treadmill of life we get on, so many things we have to take care of. To step outside of that and say, hey, we are called to set our sister up to win. We're called to set that girl up to win, to call to set the next generation up to win something about that that is the essence of Cherish, that I want people to step in and feel like, wow, here people are setting me up to win. They want me to go further. They want me to succeed. I think that's something beautiful too about the atmosphere of Cherish and I love it. And I love seeing new people come and experience it for the first time.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more information about Life Church, check out our website,
0: lifechurchhome.com or download the app